Hey, have you heard about Anchor? You probably haven't heard about Anchor yet, so let me tell you about it. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. You probably hear other people talk about how they make podcasts. If they say it's easy, they're crazy. All of their methods are really hard and complicated, but Anchor, super simple. First off, it's free. They have creation tools that let you make the podcast right from your phone. You don't even need a computer. This is 2019. Who uses computers anymore? Anchor distributes your podcast on all the other platforms. No need to go do all that complicated searching and hosting and posting. Hosting and posting. They do it for you. You can also make money from your podcast. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing right now because you're listening to this ad. They've got everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. No need to search around all over the place. No need to go to 20 different sites. Just one. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Bet you thought I was going to sing right here, didn't you? Are you looking for the hottest news out of the obstacle racing scene? Want to stay up to date on the freshest info, the latest podiums, and hear interviews with the who's who in OCR? Well, you've come to the wrong place. Well, some of that you'll find here. But we're not the media. This is not ORM, OCM, OCRM, ORCM. This is OCR Talk. Hello, this is Jason Dupree. And I'm Anna Landry. This is episode 25 of OCR Talk. How are you doing? I'm tapering. (laughs) Enjoying my taper week. Just one taper week? No, multiple taper weeks. (laughs) This is your first taper week or your second? This is my second taper week. Which, I talked to a fellow runner today at work and he looked at me crazy whenever I said, no, only two taper weeks. And Only two? Yeah, and he looked at me crazy. He looked at me like, holy cow, that's not enough. Huh. I felt a little judged. Well, h- how many miles is he used to running, or she? He used to train for marathons pretty regularly. Oh. So, okay. and road marathons too. So, I mean, that marathon, the road marathon was my last big race, my lot, or my last long run before this weekend, so... I feel like if I tapered for three weeks, then I would be, yeah. I would lose everything that I've built yeah. up. I don't know. That, uh, I don't know. Maybe you know I, something I feel don't. like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really ask him about it because I was kind of, it was kind of like in passing, oh. but so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So you're tapering. What was your last long run before you started tapering? Um, the Louisiana marathon. So 26. Oh, okay. According to Strava, 26.3 miles. <laughs> All right. So your race this weekend? My race this weekend is at Red Dirt Ultra. Like in, uh, in two days? Like in two days on Saturday morning. Oh, man. How far? <laughs> 100K. 100K. So this will be my longest run to date. Is 30-ish miles? 62. I'm sorry, 60-ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh Shoot. That's that's a good ways. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm thinking of the 50K that I did last year, and it was one of the harder 50Ks in Louisiana that, um, as far as ultras that are offered here, and the ultra running community was like, 
you picked this race for your first 50k what are you crazy this race gets harder every year <laughs> but i'm like well i didn't really know that at the time so so i figure if i could do that 50k why not just jump into 100 yeah it's kind of funny because both you and i unrelated uh, are running longer trail races than we've ever run before right at the beginning of the year here yeah like right after basically you know getting out of getting out of off season and going straight into <laughs> trying to build our mileage back up so yeah. what's what's the deal what's uh what's wrong with us i don't know i <laughs> i get asked that every day <laughs> <laughs> In fact, my chiropractor asked me that today whenever I went to see him. He's like, what's wrong with you? You're just crazy. You need to tell them to back off. <laughs> well, he does good work, so I keep going to him. <laughs> back off. I'm sorry. Get back on and finish my back. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I figured, I mean, regardless of you know the news that we're going to get into, I figured I'm going back to World's Toughest and... Yeah. I figured early on in the year after putting in the mileage last year, taking a little bit of time off and then like kind of getting right up, right back into training, I figured it would be a good starting point as far as how comfortable I am with those kind of distances now, now cool. that I've kind of, you know, gone the longer distances time-wise. So we'll see how I do mileage-wise. Yeah, and I feel kind of the same way. Like I, I've been building up for... A few years, um, you know, I say a few, you know, three years ish is what I've been building up. I mean, really, I've been building up my miles starting with like Spartans. And, and you know, when I first started obstacle racing, my longest run had been maybe a 5K. And yeah. then I did uh, four miles and then I did a super that was nine miles. And I was really surprised at how I did then, you know, and just built from there. So it is kind of. Some people, I think, get to a point to where their mileage, they, they find a, a distance that they like. And it seems like for you and I that it's we we haven't really found a mileage where it's like, OK, I'm done. You know, <laughs> we haven't gotten to that point yet. Well, my friend is, OK, jumping into a hundred miler, which he probably started <laughs> running about the same I did. He's jumping into a hundred miler later on this year in December, which mm. I mean. Uh, if he puts in the work, it, I mean, it's doable. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm going to go quite that far this year, but I think I see it in my future in the next couple years. <laughs> I kind of do too. Like I feel yeah. silly when I think about it, but it's like, right. I always think back to that video that I watched on YouTube where these two dudes, you know, two buddies decided to run a hundred miles and they trained for it and they did it. And it's just, it was a great video, but it just, you know, knowing what it feels like to run, longer distances at these other things that I've done and seeing some like that and see how it affects other people. Just, it's kind of like, I do think I want to do it at some point. Yeah, it will probably happen. For, I mean, my, my friends are crazy, so I'm surrounded by crazy. So eventually <laughs> I'm going to get into it at some point. I mean, it's just bound and it's inevitable. I mean, well, if you, when you decide on one, let me know so that I can <laughs> see if I'm ready for it or just go ahead and say I'm ready. I'm, well, we're do actually it. doing, there's actually a relay where you can do a hundred miles as a relay, as a relay team. I think there's uh, either three or five person teams. So okay. you could do it as a three man team or a five man team. I, I have to clarify on that, but. And that's cool, but still that's not me running a hundred miles. Right, right. 
but it's still just to say yeah (laughs) (laughs) ran 100 miles at the team (laughs) do you get the whole okay so whenever you talk about your races to people who don't necessarily run or race or anything like that do you get the whole you're gonna run how many miles that's like from here to baton rouge or (laughs) you know (laughs) things like that because i hear that every day because my coworkers are always asking me, what race are you doing this weekend? Or how much are you running this weekend? Yeah. They're like, you're crazy. It is <laughs> funny to say, but because usually the races that we do are loops. Even like the trail race that you did, it was uh, the 30 miler was what, two loops or something? Or Yeah. So it's no matter which race you do, even some of the 100 milers are multiple loops of maybe 50 mile loops, but either way or out and back or whatever. But (laughs) right. So it is kind of funny that to, to usually you don't just run a straight from there to Baton Rouge, you know, like it's just, you don't do that. It's always a loop or something else. So it's kind of funny to think about it in a linear distance because it, it, it is pretty, pretty impressive when you really lay it out. Right. Yeah, because there's not very many. I know there have been a couple that I've seen on Facebook recently, but there's not very many just point-to-point ultras. And what I what I would like to point out to people who I guess are in the same boat is it, it's kind of hard to not get a big head, I guess. <laughs> like you're saying, these people are like, how far did you run? That's insane. <laughs> but it... There are so many people that we know that are in the position where we were before and we all everybody always started somewhere. So, you know, to have just to keep that in mind that, like I said a minute ago, at one point I had never run more than four miles. Yeah. And one of my coworkers, she I mean, she's been wanting to meet me early in the mornings or something and, you know, go run with me or something like that. And I'm totally open to that, you know, no matter whoever I'm running with, I'm just going to run at their pace. I'm not going to push the pace, you know. I'm not going to make them keep up with me or me keep up with them or anything like that. You know, it's just purely a social thing, like encourage them to get out and do it. Yeah. And, you know, she was like so excited whenever she told me she ran two miles the other day. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, like because she she doesn't run. She didn't run anymore. And she yeah. wanted to get back into it. But yeah, I mean, we all started somewhere. And I can't tell you how many people like rolled their eyes at me. <laughs> Whenever I was, because the Louisiana Marathon was one event that I had done every single year for the past three years, I think. And so I've done, they offer four distances. So they offer the 5K and the quarter marathon on the Saturday before. Hmm. And then the Sunday of that weekend is the half and the full marathon. And so I had already done the 5K and the quarter marathon whenever I first started going to this event. And then the next year I did the half marathon and the 5K in one year. And then so this year I was like, well, and Honey Stinger is a sponsor of the event. And since I'm an ambassador for them, they had extra entries and they were so they were offering up entries for the ambassadors. I'm like, well, yeah, sure. If it's free, I'll go, (laughs) you know, I'll go and. I'll run the marathon. Like, why mm-hmm. not? It's the only distance I haven't done and I'm training for a hundred K. So it'll be my last long run before the hundred K and I could use it as a good training run. And I don't know how many people roll their eyes at me whenever I was like, Oh, it's just going to be a training run. I'm not trying to like get Boston qualified or anything like that. I haven't done any formal marathon training. I've just been running and putting in time on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, but still, I mean, you get those 
looks because people train all year for like the one marathon race to get their right Boston qualifying time. But that's, you know, that's a different goal. That's that's a completely different goal. Yeah. Well, two things I'd like to tie in. One, uh, Caitlin Ritter is from Obstacle Racing Adventures is training for a half marathon. She did what, like a seven miler mm-hmm. last year. Uh, and so she's training for a half marathon this year. So, you know, kind of same things like she's stepping her way up. And at some point she may find like, this is the distance I'd rather not go past or whatever. But yeah, uh, so she's running like two, three miles at this point. I don't know when in the year her half marathon is, but I'm, you know, I know it's later in the year. So she's working her way up. So same thing. It's awesome that she's putting in the work that her body, you know, is prepared for right now and building on that. And the other thing, I was listening to Link Endurance today, and they were talking to Tybalt Debaucher, one of the pros out in Belgium, I believe. Oh, one of the only men to beat John Albin. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you can talk about how that happened or not, but uh, that's besides (laughs) the point. But no, he he can always say he beat John Albin. (laughs) It's true. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) He he had a, a... I think his his mindset about it was really cool in, in that sometimes even when you use a race as a training run, it, it's tough because somebody else might be out there using that race as they're like, I'm going to win this race, you know, so they're going all right. out, but you're going just as a training run. But when it's race day, it's still hard to not be competitive. So that's, I think, kind of one of the funny things of we try not to overexert ourselves and, and make sure that we don't overtrain. But when you do a lot of races, it's hard not to because you keep trying to perform at each race. But if you can use a, a race as a training run, then that's great. It's just Yeah, tough. The, <laughs> the first half of that marathon, there's a lot of people that do the half marathon at Louisiana. So it's pretty crowded for the first um, 11 miles before mm. the two groups split off. So it it is pretty crowded. So the first half, I have to admit, like I was, you know, we got there late. I had a flat tire on the way to the run or to the race. And, you know, we were late getting to the starting line and we ran across the starting line at like 7.05, which was like five minutes after <laughs> we were supposed to go off. So there was like all kinds of stuff. But anyway, I ran across the starting line. And of course, there's like this big gaggle of people that I have to weave in and out of now. So, I mean, I think whenever I have to do that, I just go faster because I'm like, okay, I can go faster than this person. I can go faster than this person. And Mm. then I had passed up one of my friends and my headphones were in, but he he said that he was like, Hey, Anna, you're not going at at a training pace or something like that. (laughs) And I didn't even hear him because I had my headphones in and I was just trying to like weave in and out of the crowd. Yeah. So I realized that about halfway through, once the crowd started to thin out, then my pace kind of dropped and I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, I, I can, I can kind of like sit back and settle in now. <laughs> and that's a lot different on a road race than it is on a single track trail race too. Can I tell you how much respect I have for road marathoners though? Because really? that was just miserable. Oh. I hated that. Well, I hated it. <laughs> do, do you have... Like you, you say respect, but I think of it like, why? I don't just don't, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. No, I don't, I don't road. get it either. I don't get it either. I would never, <laughs> ever, that was, that was the first and the last road marathon I'll ever do. <laughs> I might eat my words later, but I don't care because this is still how I feel two weeks out now. And, 
yeah, that's how, that's just how I feel. <laughs> and it might be a different because on a different course in a different city, but yeah. I don't really care to find out. Like, I don't really care. Uh, Mark Duplessis, he had his first race of the year and it was a, a 10K. It was a 10K, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said the same thing. He said it was stupid and miserable. But I mean, the crowd was great. The crowd was great and everything, but about mile 18... No, about mile 16 was whenever we had to start running through neighborhoods. And then mile 18 was whenever my headphones died. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> well, I could see like, being in a, in a cool city. Like, I don't know if the Boston Marathon, where is it? Does it go through downtown or? I think it goes through just about everywhere. That that could be cool. I could I could see that. Yeah. And I guess New York City could be pretty cool going through the five boroughs and everything. But... I did the roller coaster race in in Arlington and you go through Six Flags before uh, after you get out of Six Flags, you go around the Ranger Stadium. So stuff cool. like that. It's it's cool. Like you, you've got you got different things to see. It's not just running down a highway, but yeah. people do that, too. So, <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say, whenever I was in Florida for vacation, that was like my favorite way to go see parts of parts of the city. And, you know, just different parts of Destin that because we were like maybe five miles from Grayton Beach State Park. So I just, you know, ran there and ran back to the beach house. (laughs) And that was like a good 10 miles. But it was awesome. Like I saw all kinds of things and I I was tempted to go on the trail going into the state park. But then I was like, well, I'm out of water and I don't have my phone on me. (laughs) So maybe not the best idea. But yeah, I mean, it. Whenever I'm in a new location, it's probably the best way to go see a different city. Well, maybe that's our problem is that when we think about road running, that we're thinking about looking down at the pavement the entire time. But in truth, depending on where you are, there might be great stuff to see and it might be as cool as a trail run. You know, honestly, I got to get if I if I ever ever dream of doing a decent road race, I need to get better. Um. Because all I got is trail shoes. I don't have any road shoes. Oh. So. Yeah, definitely. So my my first race of the year got pushed back because we had some crazy weather here. And it was a 30 miler, which I was going to use to build up to a 50 miler. And now that got. (laughs) So the 30 miler (laughs) got pushed back. So my first race of the year is going to be a 50 miler as well. We're crazy. This We're is crazy. Ultra OCR. Oh, no. Let me do it again. <laughs> this is Ultra Talk. My name is Jason Dupree. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening in. I've also got my co-host, Anna Landry, um, who's got the giggles. Yeah. Ultra OCR Talk. O- OCR no, Ultra. Where is this so far? This is just a straight up Ultra Ultra, ultra, ultra Talk. Ultra Talk. No, you're uh, your trail. Your race. <laughs> you're, you're 60 miler your 100k uh-huh. uh is it a trail race yeah it's all trail it's a kasachi national forest so it's it's they have like a 31 ish mile loop so i'll be doing that twice and then they have oh. a 50k so they'll those people will be doing just one loop and then they have some people that are going to be doing the 100 miler that's cool that it's a it's a loop not an out and back no it's not an out and back it's probably one of the longest trails we have in louisiana <laughs> That's awesome. Where is that? Um, Alexandria, Natchitoches, Natchez area. Okay. So cool. up north. And it almost didn't happen. It Like witching hour, because of the government shutdown and because it's a national forest, oh. the race almost didn't happen. And we were, 
we were scrambling trying to figure out like what are we going to do instead like we've been training for this like what are we going to like what if it doesn't happen like so we literally came down to the witching hour like <sighs> friday night um this past friday we found out that it was back on so everybody was like oh okay <laughs> everybody like let out a big deep sigh of relief and then we we're like all right we're good <laughs> nice government got their crap together for at least a little bit just long enough for us to have our race so we're we're all good with that <laughs> and what's really cool is the um bayou tesh brewery brews a special beer just for this race just oh, fyi wow. Little That's tidbit cool. of information. Yeah. So I'll get like a commemorative beer bottle with a. Hmm. So, all right. So if you like beer. specialty beers and you want to go to the Louisiana, central Louisiana area. And I've, I've spent some time around Natchitoches and, uh, well, not Natchitoches. Uh, you're saying Natchez, right? Well, yeah. Natchitoches and. I guess all yeah, of that's kind of. Yeah. Natchez isn't too area. far. Alexandria is not too far. And. So, yeah. it, that's actually kind of the area that that the battle race was at, right? Like around that area? Uh, no, that's more south. Where was that? Battle race was St. Francisville. So that was. That's right. Um, OK, sorry. Yeah, that was. So, so yeah, if you think of the, the boot, the inside of the boot, like where <laughs> the, you know, the top of your foot meets your leg, uh, the battle race was on top of the foot, whereas this is going to be more <laughs> on leg. <laughs> right? Correct. <laughs> oh, Louisiana. All right. So we have talked forever about stuff. So uh, welcome back to OCR Talk. <laughs> all right. If you if you skipped a whole bunch until now, welcome back. Uh, I promise that we've got a, a bunch of cool stuff to talk about. And you know that, I mean, that's what this show is about, right? Like... This is actually something I wanted to talk about that I've got in our notes later, but heck, let's just talk about it now. We, you know, we, we, we had our year in show and then we had our uh, year beginning show where we, we partially talked about why we are doing this podcast. And it, it's uh, the reason is, is to have these conversations just like you can't help. I can't help but listen to the other podcasts and be like, man, I just want to be talking. I just want to be sitting there talking with them. And so I just made my own to, to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, because that's how that's how I imagine it. Like if we were hanging out, drinking a beer, whatever, this mm -hmm. is what we would be talking about. Like this is where the conversation would be going. Yeah. And funny thing, right before we started, after like literally like seriously, after I had the idea was when I saw like Will and Matt and Heather and Mike and Caitlin have their first like OCR roundtable, and and I was like, God dang it, I got to get this started because they're gonna take my idea, and then you know, <laughs> so they did that. They've done that at least once or twice since, and now Matt B. Davis and Josh Chase have their own little obstacle discourse, is what they're calling it. Sometimes they call it Chase and Chase, which is kind of weird but funny. So I don't know if you've uh, been listening to any of the because uh, Matt posts them on his uh, on obstacle racing media, but they're good. Like it's, it's kind of the same thing. They're just like cutting it down. They're like, OK, here's what we're going to talk. You know, let's talk about the new news and that's it. So it's 15 to 30 minutes and it works. It's fun. Like I definitely I don't see a problem. Like maybe they saw that our idea was good and they're like, we should do that <laughs> instead. And so maybe we should fight them. But 
<laughs> which which Matt's into. So because apparently he wanted Battle to fight the, the uh, Brociar guys. Podcast yeah. hosts. So Matt, if you want to have a boxing match, let's do it because the Brociar guys wouldn't do it. So ah. I'll step up and and have a boxing max match. I have boxing gloves and I have boxing matches with my kids all the time. So <laughs> Matt's been looking lean lately. Have you seen? Have you seen him in his? Don't try to make me lately? scared. I'm just saying. No, he he has been doing a good job working out. I'll take my boxing gloves and fight Matt, and then my kids can fight his kids. He's got three, though. I only got two, so I don't know if it's fair. I don't know. Declan's got some pretty mean looks. <laughs> Declan's still learning to pull his punches, so he might if he can he back knock up, somebody out. If, if he can back up that stink eye that he gives sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, their stuff has been good. I, I've been listening to it and appreciate it. They they call it obstacle discourse, like I said. I don't think uh, Josh Chase cares too much for obstacle dominator. So I, <laughs> I told him they should call it obstacle dominus course. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't too pleased with that. But anyway, so if you uh, for those that are those that love this kind of stuff, make sure you check out what they're doing. And also like for just general OCR conversation like this, you know, we're having a structured yet casual conversation don't forget to check out the discord not discourse the discord channel and if you don't know what a discord is go check it out uh, d-i-s-c-o-r-d there's no h in there anywhere i, I remember the website name now bit.ly slash ocr discord josh started this and it, it's it's really been a great place to like you wake up in the morning and people get on and start chatting about obstacle racing it's cool I have yet to check that out. You have it. Admittedly, I I have not. There is a web version of it. There is a download like Windows version of it. And then there's a mobile version of it. So if you want to just put it on your phone and have it like another thing that you text with people on, you know, it's that's what it's there for. Perfect. This is pretty much the only thing I get on my laptop for. Yeah. So go put it on your phone. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a lot more convenient. Now I think we can move on to the other stuff. You ready? Because we're having a hard time getting off of, we're having a hard time getting off of topic. That's weird. <laughs> Are we? On, we're on still topic. on topic. I don't know. Are we still on topic? I don't know. We're on a topic. <laughs> I don't know. I've completely <laughs> lost myself. Well, I, I really didn't do a good intro because we jumped right into talking about what's com- going on with us, and it was great. And now we've spent I like like twenty minutes doing that, which is cool. But let's uh let's yeah let's try. I mean, who doesn't want to hear about us? Come on. <laughs> I know. I, I really hope that if you listen to all, or I hope if you started to listen to that and you thought to yourself, "What is wrong with them? Why don't they stop?" That you just fast forwarded so you can get to the other what stuff. Are they going to stop talking about themselves? <laughs> if you didn't and you just gave up, then you're not hearing this anyway. So too bad you're for you. Missing podcast gold. Just saying. <sighs> All right. It's weird. It's weird to sit here and just be like, I'm just going to talk and not stop talking because whatever. But I don't know if you listen to um, Matt B. Davis's episode with Charlie Engelman. They chatted forever about all kinds of crazy stuff, and it was enjoyable. Like, I don't know. Those are the best kind of conversations to listen to. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, whenever I first wake up in the morning, I, li- I'm, I listen to, you know, my morning talk radio shows. And I just like hearing the banter, like hearing the conversation. Cause I mean, that's how you would, like I said, that's how you would be whenever, if you were just sitting around talking with your friends. So it's, 
comfortable. It's casual. It's easy to listen to. Okay. We need a... Um, I don't know. I want to get... Well, I don't want to interview anybody, but we need a... If anybody's out there and is a behavioral therapist, can a you behavioral tell us why we do this? Why do we listen to <laughs> stuff like this? I'm not anything it special. the mind. Why is somebody listening to me do this? That's weird. Stop listening to me. I'm just kidding. Don't listen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's try and do this now. This is All going right. off the rails here now. Let's get this back on track. Off the rails. Okay. Off the rails. We are. So we have a review. Didn't everybody lose their iTunes reviews? I don't know. Did that happen? Did they ever come back? Yeah. All the other podcasts were like, iTunes is being weird, so I don't have any reviews anymore or something. I don't know if they ever got them back or not. But anyway, we got a review from Peace959, and they sent it on July 6th, January, July. They sent it on January 16th, so it's been, uh, you know, a couple weeks now, which we, that was actually like right after we recorded the other episode, so they might have listened to that one and listening, uh, and then sent this review in, but they said, Love that you don't bash certain races. Very informative. Thanks, Joanne Kelly. Thank you, Joanne Kelly, for listening to the show. And, uh, you know, I I do kind of, while we have our opinions, I do pride myself in the fact that we don't just go hating on everybody. If we talk some crap, it's kind of in fun, but even if it's serious, I'm still open to whatever. Like, you know, we've talked some things about OCRM. But I would love to talk to, I mean, I'd love to talk to any of them, but especially Benny, who we should get on the show one day, maybe, and talk to Benny Gifford and see, hear his thoughts about it. Because I've heard him talk a little bit about it on Obstacle Dominator, but not really, like, get into, like, what's going on there? What's uh, what's happening? Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. (laughs) But yeah, no, that was a real cool, real cool um, review that I I appreciate very much. Well, and... Sometimes I find it hard to keep my opinions to myself, but <laughs> there's nothing wrong with an opinion. There's nothing wrong. No, there's everybody's nothing wrong with them. an opinion. Yeah, everybody's got them, and I understand that some people might not agree with me, and I understand that yeah, my opinions can change, and that's completely I'm completely within my rights to change my opinions. Whatever. It is hard to keep my opinions to myself sometimes, but at the same time. Not everybody's going to feel the same way as I do. Right. You know, if some people might have some different input. And that's okay. Um, to know, to you know, what's going on with a race series or at a certain race. Somebody could have had a completely different experience than I did. You know, right. who knows? Well, that, well, that's okay. The problem is when people try and take their opinion as truth. Look, if you go watch a mo- any movie and you say, I like it. And then I say, I didn't care for it. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem gets when when I say I didn't care for it and that person gets their feelings hurt trying to think that I'm I think they're stupid. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I didn't care for it. That's it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. So I, I really wish people would get past their opinions being gold and truth because they're not. They're your opinions. Like, if you can give me some facts, that's one thing. But usually when people are talking opinions, it's that's all it is. That's okay. Exactly. It's the whole that's that's what's wrong with social media sometimes. Too, yeah. You know, <laughs> but we won't get into that. That could be a whole nother episode. Sure. But don't keep your opinions to yourself. Just don't get upset yeah. when somebody else has a different opinion. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to we're going to turn this. 
Welcome to Life Lessons Talk. Political OCR behavioral therapy. <laughs> when you are OCR on, talk. I need some tranquil music here. When you're on your long run, I need you to consider your life, le- your life decisions and how you treat other people. <laughs> you need like the Enya music playing in the background. <laughs> uh, yes. Enya. What? <laughs> Why did, did you I just, say that? Just, and why do I, I know what that is? I just dated myself, didn't I? <laughs> I just like gave away how old I was. <laughs> Man, I don't know. You Which, know, if you don't know who Enya is, then you're I seriously too young. might have to. I, I was not ever planning on ever doing this, but I might have to splice in an Enya <laughs> piece of music there. Until and I know it. exactly which song you're thinking of because everybody who's ever heard of Enya knows what song. You might not know this because just you might not be a, a wrestling fan, but Matt made a reference to Bobby the Brain Heenan, and he said you probably won't, you probably don't know who that is. And Josh was like, "Are you kidding me? I'm 39 years old." Thought uh. that was pretty funny, old WWF stuff. Anyway, the old lady that used to babysit me whenever I was a kid was obsessed with WWF. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. An old she lady? Was, That's awesome. Yeah, she was like a cute old filipino lady who barely <laughs> spoke a lick of english and she was like on it every single night <laughs> <laughs> that's cool could not miss it <laughs> <laughs> when she was babysitting you that's that's a prime time there that's good stuff yeah I, i'm gonna blame this episode on the fact that we start we had to start recording at eight o'clock instead of like right after work which is what we <laughs> usually do right so. after work is usually like my prime nap time though like power nap and then wake up and get some work done let's see if we can get moving here i think this has been gold so far (laughs) who needs benny speaking of benny and grit grit fitness and Mm -hmm. chris ruglowski oh man I'm i'm gonna tie it in elsewhere but uh they've been talking even more about how the whole deal with he got chris ruglowski to say that she was gonna smash Alex Walker and and then a whole bunch of people are like mad because they're Alex Walker's friends and apparently I can't say I've seen this personally but they're saying that Alex Walker's like uh, kind of upset about it too but it's so funny because they always uh, try and get the girls to trash talk and then they won't right. do it but the one girl that did got got garbage about it um but Benny was the one that said that I know. he was like I was the one. I was the one that said it. Like she didn't even say it. Exactly, and it's so crazy because literally right after that episode came out, I was down in Houston for work, and I, I went and trained with uh, with Juan. Juan is one of the bad news masters athlete. I don't know if Juan would, listens to this. To be honest, Campo Juan Campo. I just know him as Juan. Anyway, so I was out to, uh, training with him, and we went to a obstacle warriors and. Some girl was talking about it there. I was like, did you hear what Chris Ruglowski oh, said gosh. about Alex? She is whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's stupid. We're just never going to get anywhere here, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Anything you want to add I, to that? I just thought you... of, well, no, I just thought of. I <laughs> Wait, just... <laughs> I had a second thing. What was the other thing? Chris and, uh, it doesn't matter. Benny, Go ahead. They were saying something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the uh, Titan Games. Uh, nah, I don't know. I don't know if that's what I was getting at. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> she crushed it on the Titan Games, by the way. I haven't watched. I would just it yet. like to say, and I've, I've like, seen that she super beastie. won, 
but I, I can't be, say I was super surprised, but I can't wait to, to watch it. I So I texted her the next morning and I was like, you took off about five years of my life <laughs> because because I was like cheering for it. My kids were watching and they were all cheering and everything going crazy. And then like the other girl caught up to her and just started rolling with that big boulder. <laughs> and they were like, no, no, no. So I was like, holy crap. I don't know how this is going to end. Oh, don't and tell then, me what happened. I mean, obviously I know she won, but. Yeah. But <laughs> go watch it. Go watch it, or else I'm gonna ruin it. Because I've I, 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 yeah. I got it. I got I got to watch it. I got to watch it. No, it's completely what like even even if I told you what happened, like you would just need to experience it for yourself and okay. just go watch it. But yeah, I, <laughs> that show's so funny because it's got some good competition. But I, I mean, I skipped through so much of that show just yeah. to to watch the good stuff. Well, and I mean, it's a good balance. But anyway, I was thinking of whenever you were talking about the whole Alex Chris beef thing, yeah. which is I think is like completely ridiculous. It's whatever. Yeah. Why can't we all just get along? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, we're out there competing. Like, what, what, right, obviously, whatever. we're all competing and training together. <laughs> whatever. Who cares? But whenever did you? So you heard the OCR reports podcast episode this week after the big news came out, and yeah. Will was like, first of all, let me just say that whatever happens is going to be okay." Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, Will, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've said before, Will is a cool guy, and I, yeah. I think like I love that that response from him. Like crazy stuff, and this is not the first time he said that, but crazy stuff is getting announced, and we all. You know, so many people want to fly off the handles when they hear this. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fine. Just it's going to be OK. Yeah. Like all the friendships you've made and all the people you've met and all the experiences you've had, like those are all still going to be there. And I, yeah, I thought that was so well put and just like perfect timing. Perfect. Like I couldn't have put it any better. I thought of it in the what did we do before OCR? We did something else. And we had fun doing it. Well, and more to that point it is what did we do before we got really competitive into OCR? Mm -hmm. Is We just went to these races just to have fun and have fun with our friends and maybe drink some beer afterwards. Yeah. And if Tough Mudder, even a Spartan fell, you would still have all of those little small charity uh, mud runs around and you'd go race them and have a good time. And maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you'd give up and do something else. But that's the thing is like. We did something before. If this dies out, we'll do something after. Like, I was super into kickball before I uh, started obstacle racing and played a lot of flip cup. And, like, I would still do that because I love it. So if obstacle racing died and then five years passed and I saw a local obstacle race, I, I would go do it. You know, that would be cool. So it's all going to be okay, guys. Yeah. Another moment of zen. As your long run continues, okay. as you pass mile 57, continue to consider how how your life will move on and the sun will rise and set. And this too shall pass. I, I always like to think back to Castaway when he said, and tomorrow the sun will rise. That was a good movie. Castaway. We're really dating ourselves on this <laughs> podcast episode. Can I just say that? <laughs> Away. We both saw that in theaters too, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For well, sure. I mean, I saw. I don't. I don't know what the first movie that I saw in theaters was, but I, I know right now my brain is thinking. I know I saw Lion King in theaters. Oh yeah. 
I, don't, I can't think before that, but hang on. Somebody's having a good time. You got some like drag racers outside your house or something? Yeah, somebody that lives here has got a big engine and they want to show it off all the time. Now, I watched Castaway one night as a in college and it was like, I don't know, I was at somebody's house and I was like, I'm done with this place. And so I went home and I put on Castaway and usually that would put me to sleep, but I literally watched <laughs> it. Like I started it at two or something and watched it till four in the morning and was really amazed that it, that it kept me up like. Oh, that's a good movie. Like it's just a guy on an island and he hold your attention. Uh, well, hours. a lot of people have a hard time with the silence, like a movie with that, that much silence. Yeah. I, and I remember that was like, that was the big thing whenever the movie first came out. Yeah. But I appreciated it. I mean, it was super well done. Welcome to <laughs> movie reviews. This is Jason Dupree. <laughs> and Anna Landry. And old lady, Anna Landry. <laughs> 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 I love hearing Will Hicks laugh because you can tell that he's trying to hold it back. So when he does laugh and, and he's super dry with the rest of his stuff. So when he does laugh, like, you know, it, it's funny because it really made yeah. him chuckle. All right. We're doing a terrible job here. This is probably our best episode yet. Someone will appreciate it and someone will hate it. Someone out there is on their long run and... We are completely distracting them from the suck right now. No, yeah, they're on mile 79, and that's why they tuned into Ultra Talk. Ultra OCR movie reviews. Movie review talk. (laughs) (laughs) This is dumb. We are on Bullet. Oh, we're we're with the bullets now. We're okay. on we're on bullet back on, two. Back on. <laughs> well, we we're we haven't gotten to bullet two. We've done bullet three and twenty or whatever the last one is, <laughs> and then we've done a little bit of the ninth one or whatever. Anyway, this is us trying to get back on track. <laughs> is it even worth it anymore? <laughs> no, because this is like podcast gold. I'm telling you. That's what uh, Matt likes to say. Podcast gold. Yeah. You know, that's the that is the the thing. It's like you you stay up late and you just start talking about random crap and it's just it's good. Late, it's nine o'clock. Well, to be to be fair, I would normally not be taken up. Yeah. I mean, we've been with our pre, you know, start of the show, we were chatting yeah. and, and trying to figure out some bugs, right. but we're at an hour in right now. I know the show's not an hour in, but we're at an hour right. on this recording. And uh, normally I would be trying to wrap this up, but unfortunately, my wife April is sick. She has been sick for like yesterday, pretty much yesterday and all day today too. So she took some night quill and is passed out. So I uh, those plane rides, I'm telling you. Well, you know, right before we left, our two kids were sick, and then we came back, and her mom was sick because she was watching the kids, and so who knows? Oh, beautiful. Who knows? We came home to a petri dish. Yeah. I wish she was here, but she's she's resting, getting her, getting hopefully her getting Z's. better. Give her some zinc. Works wonders. Some zinc? Yeah. Why? That's like the active ingredient in like that emergency. Really? And those laws. In- mm-hmm. Zinc has, I mean, is it like got vitamin it's, C in it? It's or? Been, no, it's been shown to be, vitamin C does nothing. Zinc is the zinc. real winner? Yes. Then how come every time I got sick and I chugged <laughs> orange juice, I got better? <laughs> Because you're hydrating yourself. 
<laughs> Hydration is everything. Haven't you seen Waterboy? Wait, no, seriously. Yeah. No, seriously. So why, no, vitamin why C, zinc? Vitamin, vitamin C has been found to be ineffective and more effective is zinc. So whenever I feel like I'm coming down with something or getting a little under the weather, I've got a little cough or something, I just pop a couple of zinc lozenges. You're saying the the emergency things have zinc in them too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the emergency stuff and the airborne stuff, I think, huh. has zinc in it. Along with vitamin C. I mean, vitamin C isn't bad for you. I mean, it can't hurt to take. Yeah. It just does nothing as far as like... It gets your vitamin C your... back up, but that's about it. Right, Exactly. Now you are not. What are you? You're not a. You are you a nurse? What are you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Who are you? Who are Who you this? anyway? What are we doing here? Who is this? <laughs> no, seriously though. What do you do? Yeah, I'm a registered nurse. <laughs> really? Yeah. What is the difference between a RN? Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. How many years did you go to school for that? Four years. So I've got, so there's different, so we take different board exams for like LPNs or LVNs um, and RNs. So there's What's different board exams. A licensed practical nurse. Okay. Which it's just a different scope of practice, what different things we're allowed to do. Hmm. Don't you say you work in uh, like the radiation? Uh, not radiation, um, uh, x-ray? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I work in a cardiac cath lab. And so we do angiograms pacemakers different kind of vascular procedures stuff mm. like that okay. minimally invasive stuff minimal i don't work in like an operating room but oh. <laughs> i work i work like in a special procedures area where we do like everything under under x-ray so i'm exposed daily to radiation <laughs> but i wear lead every day <laughs> there's certain precautions that we take yeah. to monitor our radiation exposure and you do squats but, with your uh lead vessel yes <laughs> so we were waiting on a doctor to work today and so we were all just sitting around and one of the girls got up and was like, come on, I got to move around and do something. Anna, get up and do some lunges with me. I'm like, nope, it's taper week. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, and then she said, taper, for what? And you said, I'm doing 60 miles. And she said, what? Are you crazy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we've covered that already. <laughs> Which I didn't comment. I didn't comment on how <laughs> she was out of breath after doing <laughs> lunges for about 10, 20 yards. But, you know, I kept those comments to myself because I'm proud she did them. Hmm. I'm proud she, yeah, you know. That's awesome. She knows I would just be picking at her. In fact, I probably did say something and she laughed. But This is working uh, too well. And so let me say something about I spent a good portion of my life never having uh, a drink of alcohol. And I, I was very, just like Benny, actually, um, I was very hard set on, I don't need that to, you know, have fun and enjoy life and all that kind of stuff. I do drink now. I drink mostly cider. I, I don't want to ever lose that. Like, I, I think there's something that I think there it's, a, you know, it's okay to whatever, do whatever you're going to do to enjoy life. Like I could sit around and do nothing and enjoy life, or I can go slide down a mountain and enjoy life. But, you know, I'm, I'm still, if I go to a mountain, it's still using something to give me more dopamine or whatever it is. Anyway, so what I'm saying is that the alcohol is not the, is not the end means, but yes, it does enhance whatever you're doing. 
but it's not the it's not a crutch either. And uh, alcohol <laughs> itself is a whole discussion that we could have. And whether I leave this in or not, I don't know. But just saying. The truth is, we're doing this episode, and we have lost control of <laughs> what the episode is. I don't. Are you, are you drinking right now? No, I'm not. Okay, actually, you're doing. See, you're doing a great job of just having fun without it. I'm doing a great job of having fun with it, and <laughs> it's called balance. Yeah. So, I mean, you could do it either way. I probably, if I'm not doing it, I probably would stick better to our bullet points of what we got. So, <laughs> I guess we can leave it up to the. Um, listeners to decide i might point out though that whenever you posted our best of episodes you posted an episode where i was drinking throughout the whole episode oh yeah (laughs) yeah it was i think i think it was the what drives you episode yes the one where i was (laughs) in the hotel room and the cop cars kept coming by the entire time yeah. So I had just gone, I had just come back from the beach with my mom and she was driving out of town. But before we recorded that episode, I went out to dinner with her and I had a couple glasses of wine. And then I came home and I had some of those like little sissy hard seltzer water thingies. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and uh, I just like, right. could... we talked about that. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. See, so well, some of our best episodes. Yeah. You know what they say is when you're drinking, you're still in happiness from tomorrow. <laughs> and it's kind of true. Like, obviously, it depends on how much you drink, but. Obviously. <laughs> like, you wake up and you're like, uh, for a little bit. How much did I give to last night? Anyway. And the older you get, holy crap. I feel like alcohol brings out the truth in somebody. Like, oh, for sure. Obviously, Absolutely. some people are terrible people and they drink and they get. <laughs> horrible and and, mean yeah exactly i love how like we used to blame it on oh whenever i drink tequila or oh whenever i drink brown liquors or (laughs) you know it's like no it's just the amount of brown liquors (laughs) that you took in (laughs) i mean i still think that's a little bit true but off point Okay, so what were we talking about the whole reason i brought that up is because i was going to go get another drink Cause I, cause I just finished the ones that I had. So I, I mean, it's I don't know. It's making us have fun. So whatever. Hang on a second. I'll be right back. The only bad part about this is I gotta edit it all. <laughs> so sorry if this episode doesn't make it out this weekend. <laughs> it's my fault. Okay. On a more serious note, since we're talking about alcohol as a crutch, okay, I will share something. This is sharing time with Anna. I might, I might leave that can crack in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> On the Ultra OCR whatever movie review podcast yeah. this has become. <laughs> yep. Anyway, sharing time. So um, I think on a past episode, we talked about how I didn't drink at all last year, really. Yeah. And that was that was due to a number of reasons. But anyway, it and I, I kind of maybe felt a little difference in my training, maybe not, but it was more because I, so before I started getting um, into running and, you know, all this fitness stuff, I just like to party and go out and drink all the time. I mean, what else do we do in Louisiana but go to festivals and parades and eat and drink and have fun? Sure. I mean, that's not what all of Louisiana is about, obviously, but. A big part of it. A big part of it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, come on, Mardi Gras. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, 
so yeah, that was a lot of a bit, a huge part of my life was just like drinking and just having fun and partying. I think it was early last year or maybe late in the year at the end of the year, the year prior to that, I kind of realized that, you know, maybe I was using alcohol as a crutch, mm. like in social situations. By the by, if you ever meet me in real life, I'm kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how to make small talk. I don't know how to take compliments and, you know. So I in social situations especially and whenever I was like meeting new people and I would be really uncomfortable, I used alcohol to like loosen me up a little bit, but then like I would kind of take it a little bit too far. But then mm. once I started noticing that I was doing that, I was like that's kind of a problem. <laughs> like because I have, you know, a few relatives who have succumbed to addiction and I'm like, well, maybe, you know, it's it's genetic. So, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be like that. So that was that was another big part of the reason why I didn't really necessarily want to. OK, drink. So trying to year. yeah give up, just give it time to right. see how <laughs> it is without that. Exactly. And then so now it's now it's become more of a social thing for me. But. I do always have it in the back of my mind that like, okay, why am I drinking? Am I drinking because I'm feeling uncomfortable right now? Or <laughs> is it just because I really just do want to relax and have a good time? Not just alcohol, but reflection in life is extremely important for growth. To be able to look back and say, this is what's been happening with me, or this is how my life has been going and how I've been reacting to it and say, are those reactions good or are they bad? And sometimes the things that we see about ourselves are like are not easy to to, to find out. But right. when you do find something that is not necessarily great, then that's why you reflect. So you can make those adjustments and change and get better. And I, I think as athletes or as people who do OCR because they want to be healthier, and you know, that's a, a big part of it is to be a better person. So no matter what you do, always, always look back and reflect and figure out if what you're doing is uh, can be changed and adjusted and be even better than what it is now. Now, alcohol obviously is a, a thing that a lot of people have huge problems with. So that's one of those things that, yes, it is. I think everybody should consider to themselves, if I drink, am I doing it for the right reasons? Right. If I say to myself... I don't want to drink tonight. Can I hold to that? You know, like is, does it have a grasp on you or is it something that you just use as a tool as like anything else? I mean, whatever we're doing all kinds of ridiculous stuff here. I challenge everybody that's listening to think about yourself and think about whether it's alcohol or how much you go do uh, hang out with your friends instead of your spouse or, you know, a million different things that you can say to say, it, is what I'm doing, is it healthy for me? And am I doing it for the right reasons? And is it a good balance? Yeah. And I, I like what you said about, you know, is it making me better? It, is what I'm doing going to make me feel better about myself, make me a better person? You always want to try and improve on yourself instead mm -hmm. of just kind of stay stagnant. Yeah. And obviously not uh, go back backwards for sure. No backsliding. Forward progress. Always. Man. That's good stuff. Thank you good for sharing stuff. that. Yeah. I just figured, you know, I know a lot of people, it's a very common thing to to struggle with. Yeah. And 
I know there's been a lot of a lot of buzz about mental health awareness and yeah. everything like that. So if me sharing, you know, a little tidbit about why I wasn't drinking last year, like I said, it wasn't the only reason, yeah. but I know a lot of people struggle with it. And, you know, if that helps start a conversation, then I did good. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. And like I said, I, I didn't start drinking until I was about 26 or so. And I know a lot of people started drinking when they were teenagers or in college. And I personally think that's why a lot of people like beers because they started drinking it when it, even <laughs> though it wasn't good <laughs> and they just acquired a taste for it. But that's, that's besides the point. But, but seriously, people, so many people start drinking when they're very, very young and just get used to it. And then they never question that, well, what is my life like without it? Is it something I can handle or not? So particularly for people who have been drinking since they were young and still do, I think it's even more important to know to yourself, if I don't have it, what happens? Am I okay? Or is, am I still cool and fun or, or not? (laughs) I think everybody should experience a a portion of their life uh, without it if they haven't, even if it's, I mean, if you've always been drinking a portion is, can be a a week or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I, like you said, except for, you know, whenever I was pregnant with my kids and everything and I was, I started drinking whenever I was in high school. Okay. <laughs> that was not legal drinking age whenever yeah. I was in high school, you know? That's like, a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of people. And I started drinking whenever I was in high school and I didn't stop until I got pregnant with my kids. At that point, it's pretty, for me anyway, some people have issues, but we won't get into yeah. that. But yeah. I mean, it was just always the thing to do, I guess. It was always the cool thing to do Mm -hmm. just to like get drunk and party with my friends every weekend and go out to clubs and get into all the clubs, you know, with a fake ID and (laughs) go drink and act a fool and have good stories for Monday, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) because you didn't want to feel left out. Yeah. Once you remove yourself from all that, you kind of start to think of like, who, who am I really without all this? It's cool, like whatever, you know, everybody's got something with their life and a ton of people do that. But I think the problem is that uh, a lot of people do that from when they're young and they either have parents who are just telling them you can't do this, it's bad and that's it, but and not really fully explaining, well, here's my experience, here's what happened with me, here's what it does to you, here's when you're older, what it's like. And if you're a parent, just, just be honest with your kids and, and explain to them what uh, what it does. And if you do start letting them drink early, I think in Texas, you can actually let your kids drink with you when they're 18 or whatever. Yeah. As, in, in home. I don't not, know if that's changed. Not in a, uh, not in a restaurant. Yeah, not in like in a restaurant or anything, but, but yeah, yeah, at home. So just, you know, if you choose to do that, just just be honest with them. Like you don't have to hide anything or pretend like it's terrible or they're bad if they do it or, you know, just, just be honest about the goods and the bads. And that segment was parenting advice. Yep. This talk. episode is going to cover every aspect of your life <laughs> that you can possibly think of. So now that you're on mile 89, continue <laughs> to focus inward and reflect. <laughs> oh. oh, what are we even doing? <laughs> Bullet points. That's the next bullet point. Where's my note? All right. Well, well, we'll we'll try, and if we go back off topic, then that's okay. 
wow, we have really gone like I've heard Matt say we we go off the rails not for a freaking hour because that's what just happened. Oh my! It, it didn't just happen; it's still happening. It's still happening. All right. Speaking of craziness, for our <laughs> craziness and bullet points, I'm really bringing it back here. Our shirt drawing. So we mentioned last time about how we got a an OCR talk shirt, which I need to um, I need to change it now. So it says Ultra OCR Life Advice, Parenting Moving advice, Movie Review, Movie Review Talk. talk. <laughs> Remember how I said on that spreadsheet that you could With customize Jason it? Jason and the old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get one of those. Wait, I'm gonna get a shirt that has all Jason that on it. Jason and the old lady. <laughs> Jason on the old lady on the on the back, and then the front's going to say the uh, the long thing that we just said. I'm going to put that on my WTM bib this year. <laughs> the, the old lady. That's fitting. I like it. <laughs> so we got our shirt drawing. <laughs> what last time? Last episode, I think you said uh, it, send us a haiku. We got a lot of haikus. We did. <laughs> so, so the haikus didn't actually give you a, a an extra, extra entry into a, the drawing. You got extra bonus cool points with us. I forget what it's. Shoot, I'm some upset somebody now. I forget what it was that we said that would <laughs> give you extra bonus points. But anyway, so we got uh, entries. We had seven. We had seven people send us messages saying, "Hey, I'm in for the shirt." Some with haikus, some with not. Yeah, but all of them. Oh, there was an office reference. That's what it was. That's right. And somebody did get it, but they had to look it up to get it. So I can't. Yeah, I think Mike did. I'm pretty sure Mike looked it up and got the office reference. But don't don't throw them under the bus. <laughs> Just kidding. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It was Mike Stefano <laughs> of Obstacle Running Adventures Podcast. <laughs> Not Mike Stefano, right? <laughs> like, I've heard people call him Stefano, but on their show, Stefano, Stefano. they say Stefano. And anytime I hear him say it, he Stefano, says Stefano. Stefano. Not Stefano. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Nobody says potato. Why is that a nobody. saying? Nobody. Nobody. Literally nobody says potato. <laughs> if Who you, are you people? If you say potato, if you do say that. send us a message and we will put you in a drawing for a potato. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got how many did i say three seven seven, seven. people seven people who said hey i want the shirt because we're doing giveaways because we've got ads now and we've got money that it's not a lot of money i promise but we've got <laughs> money to give giveaways for fun not because we're getting anything out of it other than it's fun i don't know we get to give cool stuff to our listeners. That's no. Hang on, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sideways here a second. Matt B. Davis said his Patreon account. So he's got a Patreon account, and you can you know you can pay to uh, be a Patreon a, a patron. And part of his Patreon levels was if you donate at this level, you get input into uh, the giveaways that he was doing. And Patreon contacted him and said, hey, you can't do this because it's like gambling to say, if you pay for this much, you get a chance at winning this. So Uh they've told him you can't do it through Patreon. Now, a giveaway, whatever, a giveaway is a giveaway. Who cares? 
But to pay for a chance at that giveaway, I want to make it steadfast and clear that that is not what we are doing. If you spot, if you support us on Anchor, if you we don't have Patreon at this moment. If you send us a haiku, you're not paying for that. If you, what else will we do? Send us a review. I don't know. Whatever. It, we're, this is not gambling here. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I'm not trying to make a point. I just thought it was interesting that uh, Patreon. Yeah. I get it. Like, there's laws against gambling in certain states and stuff. So it's kind of kind of funny. Like, just giving this dude five bucks. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to gamble, <laughs> but they wouldn't let him do it. So our gambling racket that we've got going on is all about making the best haiku and you get a half percent chance every haiku you submit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being stupid now. All right, so we've got uh, seven seven people who messaged. <laughs> You've got a one in seven chance. That just goes to show you people enter our giveaways. Yeah. we've got... You've got a very good chance. Right. When you winning. when you get in on the ground floor, that's when the chances are the best to win stuff. Oh yeah. So we've got the the haikus that we got. We got one from Dave Claxton. Actually, he didn't give a haiku. He just said something nice. He said, Love OCR talk, great chemistry between Jason and Anna. Oh, that's right. He said if you want to use this as a review. All right, let me start over. Cool. Love OCR talk, great chemistry between Jason and Anna. Tonight has been ridiculous all right <laughs> it's nice to listen to a podcast with a different approach it's like sitting with your pals talking ocr and we we said that earlier which is kind of cool that dave said that as well dave I'm, I'm sorry we went so far ridiculous tonight he was he's gonna be like i regret everything <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> probably so i regret it right now I'm trying to decide, am I going to listen to this later and be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> or am I going to be like, all right, that was cool. Just listen to it at like two times speed or whatever. <laughs> I can listen to it at 10 times speed at this point. Uh, but <laughs> the one of the things I like to live by is if it makes you, I don't want to say uncomfortable. If it makes you nervous, then you should probably do it. And I'm not saying this makes me nervous at this moment. I'm just saying like, my questioning of, well, should we? I'm not sure, but sure. Yeah. Like if you do something, if you think like if you have to call a bill or something or, you know, you got something in your life that you got to take care of and you're you're putting it off. It's because you're nervous about what's going to happen. So that means that you need to freaking do it because the more you do that kind of stuff, the better you get at it. So if something makes you nervous, do it. Because next time, you know, like down the road, when something makes you more uh, that nervous, you'll be like, all right, I don't care anymore. It's it's practice. So practice writing your haikus, people. I'm trying to make all these life lessons. I need, oh, I need to not where you're not, that's not where you were going with that? I'm well, sorry. Yes. No. <laughs> I, was re I was reading our haikus yeah, that we could. <laughs> I know. I, I'm making life lessons here and I, I need to cut it out because we've, <laughs> this is getting way too long. I'm going to hate myself when I'm editing this. <laughs> You're stealing your joy for tomorrow. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna pull a mat here and just not edit this whole episode. If you were Marie Kondo, you would be throwing out this episode. Who? Oh man, 
When April's feeling better or whenever she's awake later, you need to oh, ask her who Marie Kondo is. the tidying is. lady, huh? Yes. Okay. All right. Everybody's in the tidying. And she has and she has this whole thing of if it doesn't spark joy, then throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't see April's uh, post about that, her personal on our personal Facebook page, she actually, you know, watching that show, like gave her ideas and, and she's not, she's not a slob. She, she's good at, at taking care of things, but as we all do, you know, you kind of things build up or whatever. And she was like, no, nah, it's a good reason to do it. Let me go ahead and like clean the pantry. And she took out so much stuff and, and made it I did amazing. see that. Yeah. I was quite impressed with that. Tidying. I, it, it's balanced, like everything in life. The, the only reason that that lady exists to be able to tell other people they need to tidy up is because they don't have any balance. And they're like, what did some some of the people on that show said, when do you get time to fold the clothes? And she has a super specific way of folding clothes. Well, I don't have that kind of time. That's probably too, too, too silly. Um, but the, the people are like, I can't fold clothes because the kids are whatever. And the lady's like, well, make them help. And what if they don't do it right? Then scold them. Like, just freaking do it. Come on now. I mean, your kids can play by themselves for a second. Jesus. I think that was. I think that was the episode where the little the little girl was asking for her mom's breast milk. <laughs> I didn't see that part. Because <laughs> that was like one of the first episodes on Netflix, and I, whenever I started watching it, and here's this sweet, precious, angelic little blonde-haired <laughs> kid reaching for her mom, going boobies. <laughs> How old was this kid? Probably like three or four. Oh, I don't my. know. Small, okay, but old enough to say boobies and ask for breast milk <laughs> <laughs> because she was hungry. And I was like, wait, did she just say that? <laughs> yep, that's a little that's a little weird to me. That's my opinion <laughs> that it's weird. Where was I going? <laughs> I, I think I'm going to I think we should I should just I title this episode. My apologies. Let me preface this by saying I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cut it into two episodes, though. You can just listen to this whole thing and 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 walk away and just come lay back it all out there just lay it all out there mic drop <sighs> this, this episode gonna, how long are we in hour 30 all right and almost an hour 30 yeah okay we're not over two hours yet we're okay because <laughs> the whole episode won't be two hours like we talked for 20 no. minutes beforehand anyway so by the time we're done this episode will be 20 minutes long <laughs> by the time we're done you'll be at mile 79 no no i gotta go higher i said 89 earlier you'll be at mile 115 yeah. Just continue to think. Put yourself to bed while you're running and have a nice little nap. Uh, haikus. So we had that review from Dave Claxton. I feel like you're you're probably judging me now because I'm just all over the place. Who, Dave is? No, Dave is no, totally judging us. No, you, Anna. <laughs> Are you not judging me? I don't judge. No, I don't judge. Okay. I was the last drunk one on this episode, so. <laughs> all right. I'm not drunk. What are you talking about? No, I wasn't drunk either. I was just <laughs> having a good day. You know, all right. <laughs> so my, my, the best thing about me drinking is that I, 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 like you said, you're, you're not good at small talk. You're a little awkward. I feel like I just don't bother to say most of what I'm thinking whenever, um, I'm not, whenever I'm not drinking normally because I say it in my head and then I'm like, eh. It's not worth saying or nobody cares about that or whatever. But when I drink, 
And this became very apparent the very first time that I ever drank enough to be drunk, that I talk way faster and that I say more. I just stopped bothering to say, think in my head, is this make sense or whatever first? I just say it. That's kind of why it's fun. Like, I don't want to run my mouth this much normally. It's it's silly. <laughs> it would probably get old and people would probably tell me to shut up. But that's what it does for me. That's what uh, it gets me to, to ramble. Whereas normally I, I'm not a good. That's why I got a co-host for this show, because I didn't think that I'm a good enough talker. <laughs> a co-host who is normally really bad at small talk. <laughs> Well, together we have conversation though, and that's that's the cool part go. about it. What I didn't realize is that I could have started the show on my own and just drank and just been fine. And talked to <laughs> all of the listeners. Yeah. Who are still listening. Yeah. At just ramble. Mile 126. Mm-hmm. Keep on going. You're doing good. Just keep running. Continuing with the haikus. This is never going to end. And the t-shirt, this is the longest t-shirt drawing ever. <laughs> Man, the suspense here is insane. <laughs> Layla, my daughter, brought home a story today that she wrote uh, for class. She's seven and is in first grade. And she wrote a story and it was... A man was, I don't know, hanging out with his son or something. And then a guy ran up and said... King, you got to come back to us. And he fell down, the other guy, because he fell out, basically, because he's like, King, what are you talking about? I'm not the king. And then his wife was there, and she said, and I'm not the queen. And then uh, the man said, but you got to, shoot, I don't even remember. The man said, you got to, but it turned out that, crap, I'm ruining her story. (laughs) But you can't, but you aren't the queen or something. I don't know. Anyway, it ended with no ending in her (laughs) Her, her sweet teacher said, uh, wrote on it, what sus- like what great suspense because the, <laughs> the whole story was left hanging. <laughs> she just left it like that. <laughs> so suspense can turn to irritation. Some people have a hard time holding on. I'm just making this worse. I'm going to stop. <laughs> All seven people that entered this t-shirt drawing are like, whatever. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want the thing. It didn't fit me. It was just a medium. I had to, um, after April pointed this out, that we didn't mention what size the shirt was in the last episode. So everybody that uh, entered in, I had to respond to them and say, it is a medium, just so you know. By the way, (laughs) small detail. That's why Matt's been working out more. He wants to be able to fit into a medium. Heck yeah, man. That's the uh, ultimate goal there. Fit into an OCR talk medium. Let's see what your motivation is now, Matt. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. We do have a whole bunch of extra larges left over. I might even have an XXL if you want to go back the other way. Shots fired. (laughs) If you want to give up on your goals. and No, I'm just kidding. He's really going to want to box you now. (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Oh, man. All right. I keep saying all right because I know I'm cutting off uh, course here. Not cutting course. I don't do that. That did happen to me one time, and we came back on course, and I was like, oh, crap. No, no, I, I went off course and came back right in front of the guy that I was right in front of, so I didn't feel too bad about it. No. <laughs> sure you did. Just a little bit. That's your story, and you're sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that might have been, uh, it was the day before that that race that got uh, rained out, the Austin sprint. 
Oh, true. I was going to say it was a sprint, but I, I don't think it was. Crap. What was I saying? Matt? T-shirt drawing. Matt being <laughs> fat. No, he's not. He's not no. fat. He's working hard. God dang it. I lost it. Matt goes off course all the time. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. If anybody's really listening at this point, they're just going to accept that and roll with it. So we did have we had a poem, not a haiku. We had a, just a straight up poem and two haikus. Well, three haikus. Will Raymond. In one review. What? In one review. Oh, and one review. Yeah. Will Raymond, who has done some video work for Obstacle Racing Media, does a great job. He said, what's a haiku? Not sure what to do. Riding spin bike, listening to you. And you promised a free shoe. Well, no, it was a shirt. But that only rhymes with dirt. And also skirt. But because of Margaret copyright, I'll avoid a fight. And stick with shoe and poo and mamaroo. Just maybe I'll get lucky from you to pick my message to win that shoe. I mean shirt. Dang, guess I better walk. But wanted to say, viva la OCR talk. (laughs) How impressive was that? I apparently he wrote it while he was on a spin bike, maybe. But yeah, that was... <laughs> I almost broke while I was reading it. But that was a pretty good poem. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Mike Stefano, not Stefano, I don't think, uh, said... Stefano, <clears throat> Heard the episode. I'm bad at haikus, but glad you guys are back. Want to enter too? Win an OCR talk shirt. Would give you ours too. Haikus are weird, man. Like they, why? Why is a haiku a thing? Why has it got to be that many syllables, but it doesn't rhyme? It's just, who made that up? The Japanese. You know. It's a Zen thing, I think. It's totally a Zen thing. Yeah, and and there's a lot of things in life where somebody said, hey, this is a thing, and and it stuck for some whatever reason. Haikus are one of those things where I feel like I, I don't quite understand why it stuck. The last one. Charlotte Engelman said, OCR talk shirt. It would look so good in Maine. Spark joy, that's no doubt. I did not count these to make sure that they're actual haikus. (laughs) I trust them. (laughs) (laughs) You trust that they know how to count syllables? Yes. (laughs) You trust their ability to count syllables? Yes, I did not take the time. Which I feel ridiculous for, but I did not take the time. <laughs> Charlotte, by the way, I met her at um, World's Toughest. You did? At Mutterhorn. I sure did. Let me look. Uh, like, I know I looked. Uh, I hung out with her at Mutterhorn. I looked her up, but I don't remember. Did you Did you talk about her in the previous episode? I believe I did. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. She is in a picture. Remember when I told you? Mm-hmm. She's in a picture She's in next the- to Will. Will Hicks, famous Will Hicks of World's Toughest Podcast fame and OCR Report fame. She's in a picture next to him running. And I'm almost positive that uh, we chatted at the pub crawl after. Yeah, more than likely. I think she made it into Tough Mudder's video. I think the one that they um, showed at the brunch. Not sure. And yeah, and she was in the picture with me. Um, on obstacle racing media uh, in in Matt's picture. That's probably it was. That, that might be where I saw. I, <sighs> yeah, it was. It was when um, we took a picture at Mutterhorn at the end of the event, 
and the sun had already come up and Matt was by Mutterhorn taking pictures of people, you know, getting out there again. That was how many? We had a review. We had a poem. We had Mike Stefano had two haikus back to back and then we had a second another haiku. So that's what we got. That is the drawing and we're ready to do it. Do you see the uh, video? I mean, the I do see my screen. I have a wheel up on my screen and the wheel has the seven names. And I'm sorry, this is not a video going online. So here we go. Are you ready? I have run. So ready. I have run, so ready for oh this. I've been ready for this for an hour and a half. No. <laughs> I have run this wheel uh, four times as a test. And every time it's given me a different answer, even though it starts on the same one. So. That is a good, I hope those people that got picked already aren't out of it. But that's a good, like, it's random. You know, it's not going to be the same thing every time. So, you ready for this? So ready. Here we go. The suspense is killing me. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, God dang it, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was so anticlimactic, it was great. <laughs> Three, two, one. There it is. And it is, oh my god. <laughs> do you want do you want to say who won? Matt, I want you to wear our OCR talk shirt and box Jason in your OCR talk shirt. <laughs> Matt B. Davis, you won the OCR talk shirt and when we box uh you have to wear the shirt so make sure you're nice and lean for that medium shirt oh my god i'm sorry everybody <laughs> i did not expect that at all so obviously because y'all are listening to us on a podcast and you can't see jason's screen just now Whenever he tried to spin the wheel the first time, an error message popped up. The site <laughs> said I had an ad blocker and whatever. He had his cookies turned off or something like that. I don't know. It was an ad blocker. <laughs> so many sites. Matt, congratulations. Everybody else, thank you for entering. Uh, we really appreciate it. I had, I, had a, I had fun getting those messages from everybody. I feel like I'm slurring now and I, and I apologize. There's that ad blocker message. I'm not slurring because of the alcohol. It's because my mouth is getting dry from sure, sure not drinking from all the alcohol. Um, no, no, it it was cool. <laughs> it was cool getting uh, those messages from everybody and like me and uh, there was somebody that messaged me, UK Mutter, and I know we became friends on Facebook. And, I, and I'm I'm blanking on the name at the moment, but UK Mutter actually invited me to like the Mud Squirrel group and a couple of other uh, UK OCR groups, which was uh, very appreciated. Made a couple of friendships out of it, which is pretty cool. So, Matt, wear your shirt and wear proud. And as you're on mile 152, look down and remember who got you here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just playing it up now. It's not even. It's not even. I'm 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 retrospectively, I'm retrospectively looking back on myself and saying, "Are you being honest with yourself right now?" Are you being true? Is this the real to you? Who you are? Are you being, being? You're having a Mulan moment. Ooh. Oh. 
Be a man. <laughs> like a great typhoon. <laughs> I'm not in love with Disney as much as some people are. Mark Duplessis. But I do appreciate all the memes that uh, have that, that song in it. The Mulan stuff. That's good. <laughs> So another news, Tough Mudder no longer has prize money. Okay, good night, everybody. <laughs> That's it. Catch you next episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anna. It's not. No, no. I just thought it was like a perfect mic drop. No, it was. I... Like I'm sure. No, I'm sure. Like every. Okay, so like every single podcast has been talking about that. No. <laughs> like in an hour and a half, we have not mentioned it not once. Well, you've alluded to it, but <laughs> we've alluded to it, but yeah. I feel like I'm not being fair to you and to our listeners, but at this point, it's too late to go back on it. Like I not said being earlier, fair. Oh, this is amazing. You, you've got to, you feel <laughs> weird about something and just put it out there and just exactly. see what happens. Just throw it out there. And it, and that's the thing that I appreciate about drinking for myself is that it doesn't, <laughs> I love to come back on thoughts that I had earlier <laughs> that it, it's not, it's not that I just like am ashamed of, of what I'm doing. I, I appreciate because the sometimes I'm ashamed that I don't say enough. And I know I'm saying a little bit too much right now, but it, it's I appreciate <laughs> that I am not hesitating and not holding back at some points. And that's yeah, that's yeah. good. It's good. It's good to to be honest. And no, just, I have a strong filter on me most of the time. Yeah. And most of the time I'm like, no, nah, I don't really need to. That doesn't really need to be said okay Mo so most things here's what we're gonna do but i don't know when but we'll get an episode and it'll be me and you and april and mark and we'll we'll all drink a whole bunch yes. and then the episode will probably never end <laughs> <laughs> that episode will have to be split into like three parts <laughs> i feel like it should just be three hours long or whatever like <laughs> god this is gonna be three hours long if we don't cut it out <laughs> Uh, Caitlin, we're giving you something to listen to during your half marathon. I hope you appreciate this. How long she's running right now? She's running about a 11, 12 minute mile. How long is her half marathon going to take? What's the math on that? My first, my first half marathon, I went into no training, whatever. I was just, I ran it in New Orleans and they were handing out shots on the side of the road. Oh my. <laughs> that was for rock and roll, oh, by okay. the way. Rock and roll, New Orleans. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. It wasn't the Mardi Gras half marathon. <laughs> chunking beads at y'all's no. heads the entire time. Um, I think it took me like 220 or something like that. Yeah. Like a half marathon's marathon. a, a good, like for a, you know, hour range of pace, it's a good two hour plus. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Uh, Caitlin. You're welcome, Caitlin. This is how much we care if about If you've listened you. this far in, it's too late. I'm sorry, but you should have been warned beforehand that you should have started <laughs> listening to this on your half marathon, not wherever you are right now at mile 183. I apologize, Caitlin. It's just it's just funny now to keep going, but I feel like it's just getting worse. <laughs> like whoever's mad at us is just getting more and more mad, and which is me editing. That's That's who's getting more and more mad. 
can see you aggressively clicking tomorrow. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I appreciate you for being a good sport about this. <laughs> I feel stupid for actually talking about the bullet points at this point. At, at uh, Oh, those bullet points. Yeah, but we should. We had stuff to talk about? Yeah, a little bit. It was just God, the tough mother. It was supposed to be. This was supposed to be a short episode. I think it's too late now. I mean, <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, what do you call it when you go too far gone. into a black hole? Too, uh, too far past gone. the. We're past the event horizon. That's where we there are. There you go. We're way past that. You are in the depths of a black hole, and it is stretching your body to infinitely thin, and you're a mile. 198 is sinking you further and further into nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my dog has fallen asleep behind me, so if you hear him <laughs> snoring, it's not me. <laughs> this. <laughs> Man. It, it's, be, it's, it's literally beyond uh, incomprehension or beyond saving that's what it's beyond i'm glad my coworkers don't listen to this podcast probably because they would probably want to drug test me tomorrow <laughs> okay <laughs> well let's just keep this ridiculous thing going i went to uh, washington this past weekend me and april had plans to go to finland and we chose to go to finland at the very end of january and we decided on that in december i think and the reason we chose so soon is because her passport expired in February. What we found out about three weeks before the trip was that a lot of countries don't allow you in if you don't have uh, so many months left on your expiration. So like, really? With, yeah, you know. no, it's very important to know because if you go <laughs> to the airport, they're not going to let you go. But we didn't know. We didn't know that. We had friends over, uh, April's, April's best friend and her uh, her husband, and we were telling them about our reasoning for going at the end of January, and they were like, oh, our friends tried to go somewhere, and they couldn't go. So Finland and some other European countries are three months. You have to have three months before your expiration to be able to go there. And we think it's because, you know, if you go... And you, um, something happens that you have that amount of time and still have your passport to be able to get back. Some, some places it's six months. So interesting. We had to Good change to our know. plans. I had to call American Airlines and sweet talk them into uh, allowing us to change our flights, even though we did not pay for the expensive flights that allow you to do that. <laughs> so they let us change them. And we went to a place that we uh, have been twice before and loved it. Leavenworth, Washington, very snowy place. Nice. We happened to go two times in a row, not on purpose, on Super Bowl weekend. And the, the town was about empty because of that. And it was awesome. It's a, a little, uh, a little Bavarian town. So they got a, a, you know, very distinct style there and a lot of sausage and good, good German food. But anyway, we, so we chose that because we've been there before, but it's been, been a while. It's been a while, like three, three, four years. Since we went, so we went there, had a great time, but that's why we had to change to there to Washington instead of Finland. So we still have our hotel that we booked for Finland. They allowed us to keep it for a year 
you know, decide. Oh, that's nice. So we're going to try and, you know, hopefully go next January to not lose out on that money because we, 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 we scheduled a, a glass scheduled reserved. There it is. A glass igloo to be able to like see the Northern lights because you're so far up uh, north that most of the day, like a good 26 out and no, 27. My God, what yes. is wrong with me? Yeah, I know. Oh, no, I know a couple that went to 20 hours. That day yeah, that. 20 hours of the day is dark. And so that obviously you get a better chance of seeing the northern lights up there. So that's why we wanted to go. And so we have the, a uh, glass igloo, which are not cheap, even though you don't have as many amenities in those as you do a normal hotel room. Uh, but I guess it's just the experience. So they are much more costly. So we we're able to save that for next year, hopefully. But as we talked American, they let us go to somewhere else. So we got to go to uh, Washington and we went there. And the thing about it that was interesting, and I think this is why I got on it, but I don't really remember for sure. Lots of snow. But if you go to Seattle, there's no snow there. And if you when you travel into the mountains, you get to uh, Stevens Pass or like, you know, up in the mountains and you eventually go over the mountains, basically, and you come back down into the valleys out there and in the valleys of the mountains is where the uh, snow is and Seattle all the way to there, you know, an hour outside of Seattle is all just like wet and gloomy. And, and, and you know, a lot of people like Portland and kind of that area, they say it, it's kind of a uh, jury out there in the winter because they don't being by the ocean, they don't get as much snow. They get more just wet, cold, nasty instead of fun snow. Hmm. I, I seriously have no idea if that's why I wanted to start talking about that, but that's what <laughs> happened. But the pictures look super cool. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. It's good. Good place. I've never tried snowboarding. I, I, Went to Colorado a couple years back and went skiing outside of a outside of Boulder, um, down Loveland Pass, and tried skiing. Didn't go to ski school or anything. Just jumped on some slopes and decided to go skiing. And like I totally, I totally freaked myself out. You said Loveland Pass, as in that's the res- the ski resorts you went to. There was, or you said past that. It was it was by Loveland Pass. It was like in that area oh, okay. outside of Boulder. Gotcha. The ski resort that we went to was Eldora. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ski resort. Yeah. Um, and we just happened to drive by Loveland Pass gotcha. and pick up some snowboarders as they were trying to get back up. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we uh, we went skiing and I just decided to wing it. <laughs> nice. You know, I, and I, yeah, you I was terrified by it. I was terrified by it. <laughs> You can, you can. I just went. I just went like screaming down the mountain. Yeah, you can pick up speed that <laughs> that is freaking so scary. fast. Yeah, so fast, so fast, and it scared me for a second. The thing is, if you fall at yeah. that speed, it's not going that fast, but it's if you fall, it's, it's the sudden stop. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> like skis, exactly. I don't think are as bad at at fast speeds as a snowboard because when you fall, there's more of a tumble and roll. If you fall on a snowboard at high speeds, it's usually because you caught your heel or your back, your back heel or your back toe, and it literally throws you on the ground instead of just being oh, a gosh. fall. 
So that sounds terrible. It, it is like I mean, I I just picture snowboarding, and if I lose control of the snowboard, I just like sit down. <laughs> well, that can happen. Well, I mean, that can happen. You if know, you... like that's that's kind of what I would do. I can't do that on skis. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> well, you you can. I mean, you can you can squat. You and kind of can. Put your feet but in front since of you. I didn't go to ski school, that's the thing. Though nobody taught me how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if. So if the board or skis are in front of you, then yes, you can just sit down and it's not so bad. The problem is when you get ahead of what's underneath you, that's when it does not feel so good. That's when it's bad. I'm bound and determined to try snowboarding. I think I would, I would like snowboarding more than I would like skiing, though, just because I have trouble with skiing. Huh. I don't know why. I just, I just have trouble with skiing. Maybe I just need to be taught. I pick up things fairly well, and I've skateboarded for... You know, I still can ride a skateboard and you do have done it for a more, uh, big portion of my life. Snowboard makes sense. Uh, still kind of tricky in ways. Skis I did once and it was fine. Yeah, I felt like I had a good time. We went cross country skiing. Which is completely different though. Yeah, cross country skiing. You can do the classic where you just kind of just shuffle uh, front and back, you know, just straighten a line and push yourself with your hands. But you can also try the skate version, which I tried because I figured... You know, I can do skates. I, I can do ice skates. I can I can do that. When we did it, I just felt like I just slipped the entire time instead of actually pushing off. I felt like I just like I couldn't get in grip. I even thought maybe I had the wrong ski on the wrong foot and switched them and it didn't make a difference. <laughs> I watched other people do it and they were doing it fine. I, was, I don't know. We did not do the best at cross country skiing, so we didn't enjoy it so much. Even though it's just flat and on the snowboards, I'm flying down the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of ridiculous to say. <laughs> Every time I hear somebody say this podcast got, went off the rails or we've gone off topic, I'm just going <laughs> to sneer and be like, you don't even know, you know nothing. what off topic is. <laughs> you don't even know. It's not about loving alcohol. It's not about loving what we're talking about. It's just about loving life. Just when you enjoy like, where you are and the people that are around you. Just got to love life, man. Just got to love life. Yeah. Well, the last day of, so we, 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 uh, I spent the first day snowboarding. April, um, went to a spa. So we had our, like our own separate, uh, but equally enjoyable things. And then the second day we went snowshoeing and then like went out and, and uh, tried a bunch of different ciders. And then the third day uh, we did the, the cross country skiing and, you know, didn't care for it so much. But then after that, we just we had a hot tub at our at our place and we just sat in there and just and just chatted for a while. And I, th I think that's just the epitome of what I'm trying to say is that just enjoy and life. That was probably the best part of the vacation. It, it was a great time. Like. We could literally see the mountains from our hot tub and so just awesome. sat there and enjoyed our each other's presence and chatting. And, you know, that's why World's Toughest is so good. There's an epiphany right there, because as much as we're out there, ultras, you know, this is the ultra podcast now. Oh, this is coming full circle. OK, yes. I see where this is going. You're out there for so long and it sucks. Like running that far blows like it's 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 painful on your body you're bored like why do we do it oh yeah no the funnest part is the hallucinations that you get sometimes <laughs> though too but at some point <laughs> like especially world's toughest where there are other people 
constantly around you, you have those moments of, I don't care who this person is. I, I, I don't know them from, from Adam. I don't, what they're saying is probably dumb, but honestly, I'm, I'm enjoying their presence just because I've, right. I've put myself through so much garbage and, and, and ridiculousness that being with a person and talking about whatever, about how cold the water we're about to get into is, is <laughs> awesome. And that's what we miss out on in, in life in general. Like I saw a video yeah, just yesterday about um, cell phones and kids and you see millennials who work at a, at a computer and they put their cell phone in between their arms and they're constantly looking down and like replying to messages and people who are older, put their cell phone off on the side and it sits there and they do their work. And there's something about screen time, you know, digital, like the, it's not the fact that it's a digital thing. It's just the sheer amount of instant gratification that we get from electronics nowadays you know you can get yeah because everything's right at your fingertips yeah everything you want to know about something you just get on your phone and google it and you've constantly got people contacting you you know the phone back in the day was like somebody would call you up like like louis ck said it was the phone it wasn't your phone it was the phone and when people called you used it to talk to people and that was it but nowadays it's your phone does everything i i can understand why there's the need to limit screen time with kids because they are learning to, you know, as adults, we're bad at it, but they're learning even more so than us to interact with other people and not, and spend five seconds without instant gratification and not get mad. That's, that's what I think world's toughest is amazing at. Like, (laughs) You, you sit out there for so long, like it sucks. And then somebody comes along and you have a connection with a human being. And it's freaking awesome. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't. <laughs> look, I don't drink. I'm tapped out. I don't drink to escape. I'm tapped out. No, I yeah. drink because the deepest thoughts in my mind come out. Just start surfacing. And there's no filter from your brain to your mouth. It's beautiful. Now, if it started not being beautiful, I would stop, you know. That's gotta, gotta stay retrospective and reflect and, uh, and just remember how much you're going to hate yourself tomorrow. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, if I make it to mile hundred and or two, 201 and I hear this part, oh, we're in the two hundreds now. I might appreciate it now. I might be like, oh yeah, this is why you did this. Cause this is something special. I don't even feel like, seriously, I don't feel like wasted. Oh man. I was going to. I was going to make this point earlier, actually, and it brings me back to it. When I drink, I don't feel like I said, like I was about to say, I don't feel wasted. Like I don't feel like, man, I'm drunk. You know, I don't feel like that. But at some point it turns. and it <laughs> <laughs> It's a very fine line. <laughs> well, here, here's a perfect example. And I bring this up a lot with April. Um, when we got married, we went to uh, Ireland. We, we decided... We wanted to get married. I, 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 She asked me, what do you want to do? I said, I want to get married on a cliff somewhere. She found the Cliffs of Moher on the west side of Ireland. And we found a Airbnb, uh, we found a B&B near there in Dooling, a little small town. And we decided that's where we're going to go. And we were going to get married on like, you know, right by the cliff. And Dooling was about five miles or so from the Cliffs of Moher, which 
we still had cliffs right there. They're just not quite as tall as the cliffs of Moore and gorgeous. Like we walked out uh, from from our uh, Airbnb, walked down this trail and just saw these cliffs and we're like, this is this is the spot like we're going to get married right here. The waves crashing against the rocks and the sea and it's just amazing. So we did that the next day and we had our own little ceremony, just me and her. Nobody else was there. There were some people peeking at us over a little hill I saw, um, but it was just <laughs> us <so> awesome. <laughs> just being, you know, 100% open and honest with each other. We, we said our vows and promised each other that we would we would take care of each other forever and you know all that beautiful stuff. And afterwards, we went to a pub in uh, Dueling, uh, had a amazing like they, they saw us come in. We were in our, our tux and our, uh, you know, I had my suit and she had her, her, her wedding dress on. And they let us, uh, they said, we'll give you a spot right next to where the, uh, the, the local musicians are going to play. And they came in and, and we, we drank. And of course, because what we were wearing, everybody wanted to talk to us. And the musicians were right there. They played uh, traditional Irish music. And the entire time we had a blast and I felt, I felt good. Like, obviously I was drinking and had a good time. But then <laughs> when we got out of there, like she was a little over the top and a little, a little drunk. <laughs> and so I was like helping her, you know, like, come on, we'll get home. We'll get back to the room, get, lay down and feel good. And so I was the one in control. And when we got back, I put her in bed and then I was the one that threw up. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it like hit me out of nowhere. It's like, that's what I'm, that's what, I, that's where this came from. Is that just saying that like when I drank, it's like, I feel fine and I feel in control and I feel thoughtful and that was such a sweet, beautiful story. And then you were like, I know. And then I threw that's up. That's exactly how it felt whenever it happened. <laughs> like it was awesome. I mean, we have footage of it and it was great. And then we got back and I, I don't know. And the next day was the hardest thing I've ever done driving out of there. So that's, that's me on, uh, how drinking um <laughs> so no I, I was saying that to say like right now i feel like i'm saying about a lot of ridiculous things and going off on a lot of tangents but the the truth is that i feel <laughs> cognizant of what i'm saying and truthful and honest and now i'm just feeling like I'm going overboard but whatever <laughs> that's good okay i have to pick up a friend out of the airport you seriously do yeah oh man we haven't even talked about stuff <laughs> What time? What time you gotta meet them? Their um, their flight's getting in at ten forty. Holy crap! Where? <laughs> how far away are they? Like, I don't know. I'm like fifteen minutes away from the airport. <laughs> okay, so let's wrap this up because tough mutter, no prize money. Um, <laughs> everybody <laughs> talked about tough mutter not having <laughs> prize money. It's crazy. Old news. Whatever. I don't. I don't think there's any point in in leaving this stuff for another episode. To be honest. No. Like there's going to be more news. So let's yeah. let's roll with it. Why did you not warn me about this earlier? I didn't think it was going to go this long. <laughs> Understandable. All right. Here's the, but anyway, I get distracted easily. Here's the news. There was a Spartan Super in Austria. They had a snowball throw as one of their obstacles, and I thought it was cool. <laughs> Spartans series is overlapping a bunch of other races and people like Lindsay Webster can't do those races because she's doing the Spartan series because they all count and it doesn't matter because 
uh, uh, Tough Mudder is not giving out payouts anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tough Mudder is going back to their roots. <laughs> to their roots, yeah. Seriously, though, um, I don't think it really matters, but I, th- I thought it was funny how Matt had that one conversation with uh, Nolan from Tough Mudder, and then right after they announced that, he had a conversation yeah. with... Uh, no, no, sorry. He had a conversation with Eli first, and then right after is like, oh, let me get... Yeah, no, yeah. So then was Nolan after that. I got a new pair of VJ suit shoes, the shoes that John Album wears. I wore them today. Oh, yeah, the ones that were designed by John Album, Yes, right? I wore them today yeah. for the first time. They felt they felt weird putting them on, like, too, too skinny. Uh, I know you run too Ultras, skinny? and they're good, but... Too skinny, and I I ran in them, and they feel good. I just want them to kind of loosen up a little more. Hmm. Ultras is where it's at. Miles hasn't been talking to you about the gospel of Ultra? <laughs> Not really. He wears them. I, I honestly... No, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I felt like I had to try the VJ shoes, but um, yeah. I think I think since Meryl's not making any more Tough Mudder shoes, I think my next pair will probably be Ultras. They're legit, man. I really want to try their superiors. Yeah, the superior the, fours are like supposedly the lightest trail shoe ever made. Right. So talking to another one of their trail shoes, this isn't a shameless plug on Ultra because I'm an ambassador. This is <laughs> legit because like I suffered in bad shoes for a long oh, time. Okay. And then whenever I finally found a found a brand that worked for me, like it was just <laughs> anyway. Um, so I got the new Lone Peak 4 from Ultra. And they make a model, the Lone Peak RSM, which is RSM for rain, snow, and mud Hmm. because it's got like the max track on the bottom of the shoe and then it's like water resistant and everything. So I took them, like I said, I've been running them for a while so I can do this. I took them straight out of the box and wore them on race day. Uh, I wore them for the 20 miler that I had back in December and they were money. Oh my God. (laughs) Like the whole, the whole, the first time I ran that loop that we raced on, we went out there for a training run like a month before and I was slipping and sliding and I was, I was in a pair of another ultra, um, superiors that I had and the lugs were just too aggressive Mm. and I was slipping and sliding all over the place. Actually the first, like 500 yards I slipped and busted my butt so bad it was embarrassing (laughs) but yeah so um yeah whenever I took my lone peaks out of the box and ran that 20 miler in them I was just like dancing right over that mud and all I could think about was like oh my gosh I need to wear these to an OCR you said lone peak RSM RSM huh Mm -hmm. okay I'll check those out they make them up they make them for rain snow and mud so anyway, but that that was my ultra plug for the episode. Nice. All right. Uh, if you are still listening at this point, God bless you. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Thank you so much. I I'm so sorry. And we sorry. love you. I, this is <laughs> it's just dumb at this point. Like, what are we doing? I'm gonna post it. Just screw it. Let's do whatever. Just um, post it unedited. No. <laughs> I can't do that to my. That's probably would be better. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to make a post saying, hey, we got something. It'll probably take two weeks for me to get it out. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. No, it's too good. Too good. <laughs> that's something about, I'm, I'm going to let you go after this, but that's something about our <laughs> podcast that we we do. We, we do this every, all, not every episode, but a lot. We always bring these things that happen in OCR back to like, 
this is a real life lesson and this is something to consider and think about. And if you, if you're here and you're listening to this and you're at mile 216, then you know what we're talking about. I think, I hope you made it the long haul. Go pick up your friend. If you are listening, I don't know where you're, you're probably God knows where by this point, you're probably across Scotland (laughs) at this point. So we appreciate everybody that, listens in we're going to send out that shirt to uh matt b davis we're going to think about it's too late to think about another giveaway right now we got to do that later so there'll (laughs) be something else coming down the line so look out for it go run a race and congratulations for making it this far oh man god bless you oh man everybody's gonna hate all single one of you hey we have we have 399 listens on our first episode we're at the breaking point of 400 and all the other other episodes are like 320 something, you know, 350 or whatever. So nice. there's some people, there's a, some Progress. people who like to listen to us. They may Progress. not after this, but. All right. I got to head to the airport. Okay. Follow, <laughs> listen and talk. Bye. Bye guys. Declan, you want to say hello? No. Bye.